devoting on with uh, uh, Rick Bumpin Ministries this morning just to share with y'all a little bit. Um, it is a blessing to come up here. I'm thankful to be able to come and uh, uh, just visit and worship with y'all. We were planning on doing this by um, FaceTime or satellite, whatever you want to call it, remotely, I guess would be the right word. But we were going to be up here. And um, one of the reasons I came up here is I've got an, I've got a new Bible. Y'all can see this new Bible I've got. And when I bought it, I was, and, and I don't know where anything, you know, when you got your old Bible, you know where everything is. I don't know where anything is in this thing. I don't have any new notes. And I really, when I bought it, I, I, I envisioned that these were flames. My wife informed me they were flowers. So I have a woman's Bible. But, but I'm okay with that. You know, I can live there. I have a feminine side to me. So I'm, I'm up here, and so since I can't find anything in my Bible, I knew Betty was going to be here, the Bible teacher, so if I need a reference while I'm over here sharing, I can go to the professional that we have here. Um, we've been in the um, book of Acts, and so I'm going to continue on with what, what uh, they've been teaching here at the ministry, and we're going to be in Acts chapter 3, Acts chapter 3. And as I begin to share with you today... Um, I'm really just going to kind of share my story. It became um, years ago when I began to get opportunities to speak um, as a lay preacher, and I know I'm called to be a, a, lay, a, lay, a lay preacher um, uh, because I, I enjoy business. Um, I probably get just as much excited about reading an insurance policy as I do the Bible. So that tells me um, I know that's weird, so I know, I know that's what I'm called to. So, But, but I, I've come to realize in... And, and I think God wants us all to be at this place that all He's called us to do is really share our story. And He's just called us to go out and live life and to share our story as we relate, to, learn to relate to Him and relate to each other. And, and, so, and that's all really when we, we begin to talk about Revelation 19.10. What, 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 what John is really telling us there is that we're to share our story. He says, worship God. For the, uh, for the testimony of Jesus is a spirit of prophecy. So when, when I begin to share my story of how I relate to God and who God is to me and how God's impacted my life, how God has touched me, it builds other people up. And that's what God's called us to do, is to build other people up. And as we read this story in, in chapter 3 of Acts, you're going to see that's what John and Peter were doing. They, they came across... Uh, a lame man, and, and, and they built him up. They spoke life into him, and he came alive. And he came alive. So, so as we journey through here, I'm probably going to interweave just some stories of things I've dealt with in this last year. I know many of us have dealt with just, just crazy times. Um, but I do know this, that God's right in the middle of what's going on right now. I believe God's doing, doing a miracle. We, we are living in... In, in times that, that we, we've read about and studied about in our Bibles. And, 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 and the Word of God that, that has been spoken, we're, we're seeing played out right now in, in this, in this uh, culture that we live in. And, and, and it's exciting times. And, and it's really it's nothing to be afraid of. It, it's, it's nothing. It's really, it, it, if, you, if we will begin to slow down, we will really begin to see God's at work and He's doing a great work right now. And he, and he wants to use you and I. That's, that's really the amazing thing in this whole thing, that He wants to use you and I. So, so we start out in chapter 3 of Acts. 
and you have Peter and John, um, and, and it starts out, uh, uh, Acts 3, 1, it says, Now Peter and John went up together to the temple of the hour of prayer. Now, real quick, what I want us to think about is, what, let's give this some context. Because sometimes I think when we read stories in the Bible, they almost become like uh, plays to us. That it's just, all of a sudden we're reading the story about Peter and John, and we're having a play at church, and they kind of come out on the stage, and that's where they are. But I think we've got to look at the context of, uh, why did Peter and John go to the temple? Um, what, what previously, or what had Peter and John been doing before they went to the temple? And I think we get an idea of that. We, we know that they, they have that the Holy Spirit has come upon uh, God's people. They've been impacted. He, he, he's fallen. He, he's ministered to them. And, and he's, he's come and, and ushered in the new covenant. Uh, he's, he's come, and, and, and now the Holy Spirit has come, and, he's, and, he's, and, and those that believe in him, they, 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 he has taken up residence in them. So, so no longer are we on our own, but, but Peter and John now have the kingdom of God living within them. The, the Holy Spirit is, is, is the very presence of God. The same Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead uh, lives in you and I. And, and, and Jesus said the Holy Spirit will bring us into all truth, He'll remind us of everything that, that Jesus has said. He seals us for the day, with, with, uh, he seals us for the day of redemption. That, that, that the Holy Spirit empowers us. The Holy Spirit brings life to us. The Holy Spirit gives us the very mind of Christ. So, so, so we, we can actually know the thoughts of God as we relate with Him. That He speaks into us and He begins to show us things we would never have known apart from Him. So, so now this is the context that Peter and John are going to church. Now, so, so they, they've been worshiping, they, they've been communion, they, they, they've been, that God's been using them for mighty miracles, and they wake up, and one of them got a thought and go, hey, I got an idea. Why don't we go to the temple? I mean, come on, let's, let's, what, do you, what do you think? Do you think it was Peter or John? Which one? Yeah, it had to be Peter. I mean, Peter just got done, man. He, he just had an evangelistic service that, man, people got, came got saved. There was 3,000 got saved. The man went from being uh, 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 deserting Christ to being used uh, powerfully by Christ. And, and, and you know the man is just like, man, let's go. Let's go. So, so they go. They're going on up. They don't even know why they're going, I don't think. And see, how many of us understand that's how, that's how Holy Spirit works? Uh, Holy Spirit begins to move in our lives, and He gives us a thought. And, and He wants us just to begin to move in that thought. And as we move towards that thought, He begins to reveal other things. Because we know that, that the righteousness comes from faith to faith. Well, what, what does that mean? As I begin to believe and trust God and He tells me something, and I begin to believe Him as I move in that, He shows me the next thing. That's how He grows me up. Shows me the next thing. Shows me the next thing. And I, and I start moving it. So, so here you have Peter, Peter and John... And the Holy Spirit said, hey, go on up to the church. So as they go up to the church, they're about to go in the church. And, and, and many of us know the story well. Some of us might not know the story at all. But there's a, there's a lame, man that, lame man that has been laid by the door of the church. Well, why was he laid there? Well, you know, there was a pretty good chance he was going to get some money being laid there. Out of guilt, shame, people going in, people coming out going, well, you know, I, just heard a good service, and maybe I need to give to this, this poor soul that's laying by the, 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 the door of the church. 
And so, so they come. I don't know that Peter and John knew they were going to encounter this man. I just think that they knew God told them to go. And he went. This is interesting because as I got older in my life, I've come to realize just the simplicity of the gospel. Second um, Corinthians eleven uh, eleven thirteen or eleven three says that 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 um, that that Paul, Paul says this. He he's he's worried that as as Eve was deceived by Satan, so too will we be deceived from the simplicity that's in the gospel. Did I get the right verse, Miss Bible teacher? Okay, so so be, because we we want to make things up be more than what they really are, and what happens a lot of times that. We, we, we enter into this relationship with Christ, and, and quite frankly what happens, some old covenant thinking comes in with it. You know, that we, we, all of a sudden religion starts getting in the way of a relationship with Christ, I think. And, so I, think, and I think what Paul is just saying, hey, I, you, you and I, we, we have direct relationship with God through Christ and through the Holy Spirit. And, 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 so, and so, so again, here you got, uh, and so what I've, where I've come to in my life is this. I wake up each morning, I pray in the Holy Spirit, I read the Word, then I go. And whatever He gives me, that's where I go. And then, you know what? The next day, I get up and I do it again. The next day, I get up and I do it again. And I begin to just really live in life that way. I pray in the Holy Spirit. And we know what Jesus says about praying in the Holy Spirit. It builds us up in or on our most holy faith. Two, two different versions say, say, say one's in and one on. So as I pray in the Spirit, it builds me up. And it helps me discern, uh, you know, discern uh, living in, this, in the world that we live in. But it builds me up that God can use me. So, so, so now Peter and John, all they're doing is going. You know, because what's the last thing Jesus said before he ascended? He said, go. And I think what happens to a lot of us is we go, but we never spend time with him. And we can do it for a little while, but after a little while, life starts handing it to us and kind of kicking our butt a little bit, right? Because we only can handle so much. Man, I can, I can, for a little while, I can tote that bag, but after a while, that bag gets really heavy. All right? But, but when, when you and I come into and we begin to pray in the Holy Spirit, and we begin allowing God to build us up, then we can go. And then we're going where we're supposed to go. Because a lot of times when we just go, we go and do what we think's right. Well, that's the right thing to do. I, you know, I, well, you know, I, I guess I should go to do this, or I should go do that. And really, it's nothing that God wants us to do. And it's not a heaven or hell issue. It, it, it's not that at all. It has everything to do with being right in the middle of the will of God. Being right in the, the perfect will of God, which you and I can know. You and I can know the perfect, because why? we got the mind of Christ. We can know the perfect will of God. It doesn't mean we're perfect people. I'll be the first to tell you, I, I can be the biggest you-know-what. Uh, amen from my fact checker wife over here. All right, we got the amen. I cleaned up what I could be because I know this has gone out, and you know we don't want to finish. Because I don't think John has the capability to bleep anything. I'm not going to say anything I'm not supposed to. We're, we're live, so I'm not using any words. So, so anyhow, so here you got now Peter and John went up together to the temple at the house of prayer, the ninth hour, and certain man lame from his mother's womb was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called beautiful. All right? So he's outside. 
Let me let me ask let me ask a question. The beginning of this year, the beginning of this year, what came that none of us saw coming? The coronavirus. We call it the Rona in my house. The Rona came. In fact, um, uh, my family was the first to contract it in Madison County. All right, we always try to be number one in everything we do. So. My daughter Hannah flew back from Bethel out in California. She brought it with her, um, and 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 it just started going through our house, um, one after the other. So Hannah got it. Then I believe uh, my daughter-in-law got it. Uh, they had twins that were how old? Fact check them mom. One got it. The other one didn't get it. Explain that in the same crib. Uh, Zip got it. At that time, it was a year and eight months. Tucker never got it. My son Adam got it. Robin got it. As a matter of fact, when Robin got it, we were want, hoping that she got it. And the reason we were hoping she got it was we needed to help with the babies. You know, and because we want to be able to go up and do that. So Robin got it, and then my other son Sam got it. I assumed I had it, um, and so I never went and got checked. You know, we were quarantined anyhow. My whole office quarantined. So uh, about two or three months ago, I went and gave blood. I didn't have the antibodies. I never got it. So I don't, I don't know how you explain any of that. You know, and, and listen, I, I know, I know the, the, the virus has impacted some people in, in a way that uh, people lost their lives. There's pe- a lot of people that have gotten sick, very sick. And, and uh, but, but, but I really what I want, want to say here is, um, what what was the result of that? One of the things that our country did was what they they began to lock the the doors of the church, um, out, out of fear, locking them down. We can't go to church. I believe that's something that God is trying to do is get us out of the four walls. I believe that with all all my heart. If you look at when Peter and John are going to church, the miracle happened where? Outside. It happened outside. If we would just look all around and you have people devastated, oh, I can't go to church. I can't believe that they're taking that right away from me. I can't. But I believe that God is trying to do something in our culture today. And He wants us to get outside the four walls and begin to take the gospel and the power of Christ and the power of the Holy Spirit to those that we engage in the marketplace. And 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 so our doors, our, the doors got shut down. So, so uh, I'll give you another. Uh, I'll tell you another story. Another story is Robin and I were going to uh, um, Hannah. Uh, her middle name is Go. I mean, this thing just goes. I mean, she's so she calls on a, a Monday and says, "Hey, I want you all to fly out, and meet me in Texas." Sean Voigt's, uh uh, is going to be uh, doing a praise and worship service in the park in Texas, Fort Worth, Fort Worth, Texas. So, so of course, we, we jump on a plane Thursday, and we really didn't know what we were going to, to be honest with you. We just really wanted to go see Hannah. And so um, I uh, we, we went to, um, got on a plane and went out there, and we went to a park, and there were 7,000 people worshiping. And the story behind this, this uh, um Sean Boyd, who God told him, I want you to go and, and, and go across the country and just, and just worship God. Because they shut his church down. Um, he was, he's out of Bethel. 
out of, out of uh, where, where, where Hannah's been out there, uh, where she went to the School of Super, Supernatural Ministries out there. So he, he's probably close to 50, 50, state, 50 states, right? Not 50 states, 50 different places he's been. 40 to 50. So anyhow, we're out there and just worshiping. And, and there's 7,000 people in this park. And they, got, they have a, a, a mobile baptismal. It, it's, in, it's in a straight truck. And, and, and the plexiglass, you see the baptism. They, they baptized hundreds. Listen, hundreds that got baptized and, and just worshiped the Lord. So we were planning on just the next day of just going into, uh, um, we were going to go shop, kind of hang out with Hannah, but we, we realized the next day they were having a worship service in Dallas, at a park in Dallas. And then they were going to go from this park in Dallas, they were going to walk through the city of Dallas, and they were going to end up at the courthouse of where Roe v. Wade was decided. Got goosebumps just thinking about it. So we like we got to go to that. I mean that's why we're here. So we went to the worship service, worship, and it was about what three three thousand, four thousand people that 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 left the park, walked through the, and and went and just just bowed down, took a knee, and we worshipped at on the courthouse steps where Roe v. Wade was decided. That's the result of what? How many years of prayer? Many many years of prayer, and so. So after after leaving there, I thought to myself, well, what was that? For me, it was just so much hope to know God's moving. Because if, if we sit in our little towns and we're confined in our homes and we don't go out and we're watching the news, you would think, oh, my gosh, what's happening? But I'm telling you, the, the remnant of people, the remnant of God is coming alive. And, and God is going to honor that. And God is honoring that. And he's, he's doing a great miracle. We just need to open our eyes. He really is. He's doing a great miracle. And, 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 and God's a God of life and not death. You know, as you start thinking about an election we got coming up, you know, God is a God of life. He, he calls forth life. He sustains life. He, he brings life. He, he takes what was dead and calls those things that don't exist as, as, did, as though they do. And, and he's that God. And, and, and as this election comes up, I used, to, I used to think that politics and all that doesn't matter. But then when you begin to think about it, well, you say it doesn't matter, yet you have churches out in California that the doors are shut. Does it matter? You know, does it matter? You know, I, I'm, I'm interested in this. And, and, um, and, and this is one thing that I really have thought about is, as they began to uh, question, in, or when, when they named um, Amy AC, ACB, I guess you got an a, you got AOC, AOC and ACB, Amy Comey Barrett, right? Did I say name right? Mama, did I say name? Okay, thank you. So, so anyhow, when they began to question her, you know, the question begins to happen. Ask, well, uh, do you think she can make decisions without her religious beliefs? Um, influencing them. What, what kind of crazy question is that? See, whether we're religious or not, our beliefs always in, impact us, our decisions we make. You know, I'm not that smart, but it seems like my thoughts, my thoughts will go before my actions. I, I, that, I, I mean, it, it seems like that's how it ought to work. You know? So, 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 the things that, that, the things that we, we, uh, 
relate to, those things that in our lives, that we allow in our lives, um, our relationship with God all impacts our, our actions and our reactions. That all does. And it all comes back down to, you know, our relationship with God and, and the Holy Spirit. All right, let's, let's get back on text. We, we're, we're way off text, aren't we? <clears throat> okay. All right, so at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask alms from those who entered the gate. Uh, verse 3. Who, seeing Peter and John about to go in the temple, asked for alms. Alms. Or, or, he's basically begging. Um, and fixing his eyes on him uh, with John and Peter, he said, look at us. Well, that's interesting. The, guy, the guy's begging, but he's not even looking at the, the people or engaging the people he's asking. So how many years has he done this? A long time, right? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, anyhow, so, 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 so you got... Uh, so Peter said, look, hey, hey, look at me, look at me, look at me. And, hey, where did that thought, that Pete, where did Peter get that thought of, hey, look at me? It's the Holy Spirit. The, the Holy Spirit. It prompted him, and, and, and it showed him in that moment to engage him in, in what to say. Yeah. I think it's interesting. This is Betty. I think it's interesting that it says that they, they laid him there every day. So Peter and John had probably passed this guy many times, but they had never seen him before. Oh, They'd never that, seen him that's before. really good. Yeah, the Holy Spirit draw, drew their attention to him where they'd probably gone by him time after time. Yeah. Over the years. That's, that's good. And, and, and maybe, maybe this, not only did they, maybe they did see him and they judged him. Because at that time and day, hey, you know, what did you, what, you know, what's wrong with you? I mean, there's something wrong with you. Obviously, you've sinned or your parents sinned. So that, that was kind of the theology of the day. I guess we could say that, right? So they might have seen him. But now they see him, they have compassion on him. They're, they're changed. Why are they changed? They've been in the presence of God. The, the God has, see, that's the miracle. When the Holy Spirit comes in our lives, He changes our heart. He regenerates our heart. He, he causes us to see things different, to, to feel different, to, 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 to all of a sudden we're able to love. And, and we're able to accept people. And, 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 and see, that's the whole thing in New Covenant. It says He will take our heart of stone and give us a heart of flesh. Ezekiel says that. Jeremiah says that. You know, that, that all of a sudden we've got this heart that's pliable. Before it's a stone, it's, a hard, it's hard, nothing gets in. But all of a sudden now you have an encounter with God, Holy Spirit comes in and He changes us from the inside out. All right? So, so that's good. Thank you for bringing that up. I almost called you Peter. Peter, thank you. Betty. <laughs> hey, you need to bleep that. Bleep that, John. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Um, he, he, and so, fixing his eyes on John and Peter, he said, look at us. So he gave them his attention, expecting to receive something from them. And then, so, so here's another thing, too. Been there 38 years. He has a mindset. Oh, was it? Okay, he's been he's been there really he's been there a really long time. He's been there a really long time. Yeah. So so anyhow, he's been there a long time. But here's the thing: his mindset 
it, 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 he, he, he's in this place of, uh, this is all I'm ever going to have in life. I mean, he's been there, he's brought there long enough. He, he's just, this, this is it. I've, I've got nothing else. This is, this is what I'm going to get. So, because uh, he was just expecting, hey, he's going to, they're going to give me something. I'm going to, you know, put it in the hat or the whatever it is he had collecting his money. And so he had a mindset. And how many of us understand our mindset will hold us captive? You know, and and, and so 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 if apart from a miracle from God, um, it, it, you know that that we'll always continue to see things how they always are. And 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 how many of us understand that 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 perception might be reality, but it's not truth. There's a difference. There's a difference. So Peter says, "Silver and gold I do not have, but what I do." have I give you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth rise up and walk and he took them by the hand and lifted him up and immediately his feet and ankles received strength so he he leaping up stood and walked and entered the temple with them walking leaping and praising God and all the people saw him walking and praising God then they knew see then they knew how many of us understand that, that we, when we begin to be led by the Holy Spirit and we begin to speak into people's lives and their lives begin to change, um, that's the miracle. And that, that's the evidence that God exists. I mean, they all knew this guy. This guy had been laying at the temple. He'd been laying a thing. He's been begging his whole life. His whole life he's been there. Everybody, everybody knew that. All of a sudden the man is healed physically, but he's not only healed physically, he's healed in his mind. And see, see, so many times we need to understand that we, we try to separate the physical from the spiritual, and from the, it's, we're, it's a whole body. I mean, how many of us understand? Some of us let ourselves get in such a place physically, we're so sick physically, it affects every other area of our life. It really does. I mean, I'm going to go back and talk about the Corona thing a little bit. Most of the people that this really adversely affects are those that 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 they have an underlying condition. So it seems to me one of the things we ought to be talking about is if we can, you know what? If we are overweight, does it make sense? Maybe we try to take care of ourselves, try to do a better job. Because I will tell you, I will tell you this: my whole family, nobody was sick. I talked to somebody on the phone. They go, "Are y'all in the hospital?" We were fishing. <laughs> we were, and again, I, and again, I'm not saying anything. This. Some people have underlying conditions. Nothing to be done about it. I understand that. But what I'm saying is there's a lot of people that, that, that we don't take care of ourselves. And because we don't take care of ourselves, God can't even begin to use us. We're, we're sick. We're, we're sick because, you know, we're overweight. We're sick because our, our, uh, we, we, we have uh, diabetes, a high blood, because we don't take care of ourselves. And so, so we can't separate this thing. If we want to be used in today's day and age... Especially if God's going to keep us out of the church and have us go, we we, we got to be in shape to go. We can't be 100 pounds overweight and 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 and, just, and and have no energy to do what God's called us to do. So I don't know if that's speaking to anybody. How many how many people just went offline? There we go. There we go. All right. Yeah, I, I don't have I don't have a website or anything, so you can't compl- complain to John for for inviting me. Yes. The idea here is, the idea here is, is that God through us will 
give us a word, a commandment, a prophetic word to, to go. Right. And as we obey the prophetic word to go, then he will tell us something else. The definition of the, of the word of knowledge is revelation about past events and present events, persons, things, meaning, meaning when Elijah uh, saw the, 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 that well of water in Jericho, he asked for salt. The Holy Spirit told him to get salt and throw salt on the water. And the water returned sweet. So I think what he's saying is, if they didn't go, if Peter hadn't gone, and John, Peter and John, had not gone to the, to the, to the gate of the beautiful, the church, right. the temple, nothing would have happened. Right. Absolutely. No, that, that, that's really good. That's really good. Um, some, something also realized since you just said that, and I want you to kind of think about this. Um, I do a lot of driving and riding, and I got I got a lot of time on my hand, and, and I think a lot. Most of my thoughts are really stupid, um, but I think this one is one that uh, uh, that that Lord just kind of showed me. And um, am I right? Mm-hmm. No, yeah, the fact fact check over there. Um, think about this. What what in, in light of what Rick's saying, a lot of reading about uh, uh, Peter and John. How much time we got? We good on time? We're pushing up right on time, so we'll kind of start to uh, put a bow on this thing and bring it into land. Um, don't, don't you hate someone that can't land the plane? They just keep circling. I'm not going to be that guy. I mean, we're, we're crash landing here, baby. All right? Understand this. Um, yeah, I understand. That's one of those thoughts I got. All right? So, so understand this. Um, God extends His salvation to humanity. Okay, understand this. God extends His salvation to humanity through humanity. And let me, let me, let me tell you what I mean by that. Think, think about the life of Moses. Think about, uh, think about the life of, uh, of Joshua, Elijah. God used those men to extend salvation to humanity. Here comes Jesus. Jesus was fully God, right? Fully man. Can't, can't wrap our minds around that, really. But we, we accept that. We, we know that. Alright, so, so here Jesus comes and He extends, God uses Him to extend a salvation to humanity through Him. Then Jesus says what? Alright, Jesus says this, He says, look, now the works I did, you will do also. And greater works than these than you do because I go to the Father. So what Jesus is saying, now you're going to go out and do what I did. So in, in terms of what that's saying is that you and I are just like Jesus but only different. Does that make any sense? So we're just like, we're not Jesus, but we're just like Him, but we're only different. Right? So, so God's called us to go out, and He wants to use us to extend salvation to other people. And we, we carry Holy Spirit. Jesus said, look, I'm going. It's cool. I'm, I'm bringing, I'm, I'm sending you the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit's going to live within you. The very presence of the kingdom will be in you. My thoughts will be in you. He reminds you of everything I said. He'll bring you into all truth. And you'll have direction when you go. Your mind will be very clear, be very succinct. Uh, you will be in tune to what I'm doing. And, and I'm going to use you in the earth right now. I'm going to use you. Don't worry about the, the church walls, the clo- doors are closed. You need to go. And so, pray in the Spirit, get in the Word, and then you go. Pray in the Spirit, you get in the Word, and then you go. You want
Sempre a luz é no meu viver. 